0: I had the brilliant idea, something that only a graduate student could come up with, of lighting the bridge on fire, because then the fire would be real, but the bridge would be a toy, and this great dialectic would be
1: formed somewhere. This is David Leventhal talking about his MFA thesis at Yale. More specifically, he's talking about making the early photographs that lay the groundwork for his first major series, Hitler Moves East. He began to photograph army men in real combat-type situations, trying to bring to life scenes that he'd been imagining and playing with since his childhood. On a school break, he brought bags of cheap figurines back to his parents' home in California, and arrange them on the floor with a wooden block city as the stage set.
0: When I wanted a soldier to be dead, I simply, you know, would knock him over. And I was photographing using a single lens uh, Rolie two and a quarter camera. It had a built-in bellows, so you could really extend it out and get quite close to these figures. And in doing so, you ended up with a very, very narrow depth of field.
2: This is when he devised the visual technique that has been a signature of his work ever since. That shallow depth of field allowed him to create two intriguing effects.
0: It made the toys look somewhat more realistic, and it also gave them a sense of movement because so little was in focus.
2: Using that method to create the illusion of realism and motion, he found he could play with the viewer's sense of scale. And realizing just how convincing he could make it with camera work, he also built a whole miniature world for his soldiers out of grocery store items and pieces from the hobby shop.
0: Railroad tracks and telephone poles and uh, some trees, and I painted some butcher paper blue to make a river.
1: Over the next few years, Leventhal teamed up with his friend Gary Trudeau, best known for his comic strip Doonesbury, And the two co-authored a book that combined Leventhal's artfully artificial photographs with soldiers' diaries, letters, and radio transcripts. They took the title for this body of work from another book called Hitler Moves East by former SS officer Paul Carell. This was a book written from the German perspective about the Nazis' failed military offensive against the Soviet Union.
0: Reading the text of Hitler Moves East, you really sense the... Not only the horror of war, but the, the sort of nihilism of it. The German soldiers who were writing you know, letters back from the Eastern Front were fully conscious of the fact that they were never coming back.
2: Leventhal was also inspired, in part, by photojournalist Robert Capa's World War II pictures. You may be familiar with some of these, especially Capa's grainy photos of Allied soldiers at Normandy, taken in the heart of the action. So the haziness of Leventhal's scenes from the Eastern Front recalls the traditions of American war photography, helping to reinforce that reality effect he was going for.
3: In Hitler Moves East, the blurriness, you know, the whiting out, the graininess, the sort of wasted or faded out edges and backgrounds is somehow part and parcel of the landscape of war.
2: This is Kenneth Gross, author of the book, Puppet, an essay on uncanny life.
3: The snow, the fog, the ice, the the darkness of the battlefield, the mud. He puppets the blurs, I suppose. He's very stagey.
2: The result of Leventhal and Trudeau's work was a book that, despite its artificiality and stagecraft, still ended up in the history section of many bookstores. Leventhal had hit on what would become one of the key themes of his career, that giving the impression of fact can often be as powerful as fact itself.